It's championship week in the John Sanders Memorial Fantasy Football Podcast. I know a lot of you said uh, this podcast wouldn't come out. Ah, uh, he's not doing it because he lost. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That was one of the toughest losses that I've that I've taken. And I have. There's no agenda on on this podcast. I I don't have. I don't have like a list of topics. I have a couple tabs open. I told you I had a, I had a lot to process with this. This is rough, especially the last couple of weeks. Seeing how my team's performing, you know, I had to do a little deep dive on, you know, where this team ranks. Overall, okay, before we make this the ghost show, first of all, big congratulations to our two finalists. Anything is possible, and the Hennessy Volunteers, both Hennessy related titles, both their first championship berth after eight years in this league. Which is just unbelievable. A decade plus. Nearly a decade. Because eight years isn't a decade. I'm doing the math wrong. I just smoked. I had to. I had to get the thoughts. I had to I had to find a Zen place where I could sit here and pour my heart out for the next three hours. If I have three hours in me, I'll give it to you, but it'll probably be forty five minutes. This is the first time in the league. Or I should say the first time since 2018 that we've had both finalists in their first championship berth, which says so much about our league and, and where we've been over the past five years. I I cannot express how happy I am for both these guys. Uh, two model owners, and what a bounce-back year for both of them. Uh, Thom with um, uh, a bye week. His fifth Final Four, or a league record. Five Final Fours this guy's been to in eight years. Think about that. Right? Think about that. One of our original franchises. I'm going back and I'm like, was he here for year one? And I'm thinking it was Vaughn. Right? Vaughn we added in year two. I, I'll i go back. I'll go back and I'll fact check. Somebody will fact check this. And we'll we'll hear about it. Five Final Fours in eight years is insane. You know, and one of those teams had five wins. So, mind you, I think that was the first year we went divisional, right? Realignment. Five-win team that year. He upsets in the wild card. There's something special about the six seed, man. The six, the, well, okay, I will say, I will say, he wasn't the six seed that year. I'm pretty sure he won his division with five wins. There's just something about the underdog team. Whether, whether you're a wild card or, you know, there's if you're a wild card and you have more wins than the other team, see you later. John, John Saunders doesn't want to see you anywhere near the Final Four. Doesn't want your story in the final. Thelm, congratulations, bud. You got, like, you got that. You got, like, the monkeys, the monkeys latching on, right? Because you got you to take it home. You got to take it home. You got to get the job done against Dan. No one wants to see the storyline can't be the villain takes the title. The league villain has the title for the next 365 days. Cannot be. Thank God. Thank God the title wraps up tomorrow, right? 
Actually, I, I have no idea. I have to check the rosters. It's not that I've been checked out because I have been. I okay. Again, I know we talk about we give we give owners shit when they talk about other leagues they're in. Three final fours, right? Three three or, or I should say two final fours, three playoff berths, like a total of twenty seven total wins, right across the three leagues. One league matters, and I didn't even get close to getting it done there, but. Just rough year overall. Again, not the ghost show. Ryan Thelm, model model member, model league owner, and a guy that that we should absolutely emulate. When we think about the possibles, I don't think they get enough credit. Uh, you know, part of that is like living in the shadow of of mullets the past couple of years. Um, you know, and and early on. You know, having the the up and down year, right? You'd have a couple, um, you know, flashes and back to back final fours, and then we would like you disappear for a couple years. But what a huge accomplishment! Your your eleven win, like that that one extra win, is the difference of you in the championship and me on the sideline. I can't help but root for you, honestly. Great season, especially the like like a team that's had to weather a lot, right? You're in the top half in in scoring this year, but your team didn't always, you know, you know your team didn't always hit the mark, uh, you know, in terms of what we're looking for in 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 average points per game, right? Let me pull up the let me pull up the league schedule. Uh, one of the softer schedules in the league, but and I, I, again, I, I'm not, none of this is being said disparagingly. I think it's a great story that you were able to manage and mitigate all of these obstacles against you to to put together an eleven win eleven win team and be one of the final the top two seeds to actually make it to the, like you fulfilled the the goal. Of the two seed, right? Eleven wins, you should be in the championship, and you did that. You are there. That monkey, halfway gone. You shot it in the arm. Now let's get that headshot. Let's blow that monkey's brains right off your back, and let's bring home the gold. Let's bring home the championship trophy. Think about how how hard how hard it was for you to get to this point. Think about the last eight years. Eight years is a long fucking time your fantasy team is a third grader all right you taught your team how to walk how to run and it's finally paying off like if there's if there's anything that i can that that we can glean from your story right it's like am i just making up words like from your your franchise it's history look at this year and look at mine one player can be the difference between you fulfilling a goal and you just being another guy who made a final four and you can finally say that you're in the championship it's a great feeling and it's such a like just a stark reminder of how hard 
how hard it is to navigate. Like the regular season is great. It's almost like it's it's almost I want to say like the NBA playoff in a way, but it's more like baseball, right? It's such a grind for the three months, three and a half months. Every Sunday living and dying with this team that you put together. And even more so after those first, like, four weeks. Like, once you start getting into the buys and, like, really have to, like, start tinkering with your team. And luckily you didn't have much of that struggle, right? It's not like you, you know, the coin fell your way a ton. And I think that's a that's a part of fantasy that we that we – that we always that, that we don't always give credit to. I don't want to say you got lucky, but luck was in your favor this year, along with all your decision making, along with your roster development, along with the the team that you put in place. Five Final Fours and one championship berth should tell you how hard it is to accomplish anything in this league. And to have made it there, you got past the Oppenheimer. This guy, this guy decimated one of the best teams in league history, and I'm not saying that to blow, to blow, to like to to, to suck my own dick right now. The Ghosts were the sixth highest scoring team in league history. Okay, eight years, twelve teams, ninety six, fran- like ninety six iterations of a fantasy football team. In the top top seven percent of 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 teams ever fielded in this league, never saw a championship berth. Upset by one of the hottest teams to to enter the enter a playoff. What a flash in the pan! We'll get there. Av, you, I owe you so much praise, but I, I really want to sing Dalton's praises. You know, I really want the possibles to know that, like, the league sees you. And you should be so proud of what you've done this season. And I'm not saying that like, with the thought, because you know I don't, like, like okay, yeah. Like, take the league host, the league commissionership out of it. The brother in me doesn't want to see Dan win. I can't, I can't reconcile that thought. And if he gets, if he takes it home, congratulations. You know, like you did it. I can't, we can't say anything about it. It's not a Mickey Mouse championship. You did it in the division area, division era. Like, you know, but this is what, this is what you come, this is what, this is what you come to the draft for every year. This is what you, for that chance, right? You come here. For the chance to to cross that threshold, a chance to to have it in your grasp, you know, like a like right. It's it's everyone expects the the IBM right. IBM's got to come up in a podcast. He has in the past. But he was in the championship last year, and that that fact is almost forgotten. Right, it's almost a stain on 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 the franchise. Right, same with mullets. Right, mullets in the previous year. Right, twenty one. 
We're talking about two of our latest expansion teams made the playoffs and lost. Crossed that threshold. And it took them half the time it took Thelm to make it there. And they still couldn't. They didn't close the deal. Like They have the taste of championship life. Right? Like the the week of praise of being one of the finalists in one of the hardest fantasy football leagues to compete in. And they have nothing. So even getting this far, even getting this far, you can walk away empty. Now imagine carrying that emptiness for almost 10 years and never feeling that and finally breaking through. I can't imagine how film feels. I can't imagine being on the doorstep five years, four previously, basically one out of every other year, right? Half of the league's existence. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I told you, we're going in raw. This is one of the, the, like, this is one of the most raw motion felt pods you're getting. I can't imagine how, how Thelm feels. To be so close over, again, nearly a decade. Think about how much his life's changed in that time period. And to finally break through. Man, I can't, I can't be anything but happy for you, man. I really can't. I really hope the best for you, right? I'm glad, like, Th- or, I'm glad Vaughn was there to... to to, to kill my Goliath, right? I thought, right, I was previewing the 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 AV-Keaton matchup. I was previewing the Sawbucks against the Lions as our David and Goliath story. But John had the, John had, we were the David and Goliath story. I got Oppenheimered, right? I'm supposed to, like, I was supposed to be the U.S. And he ended up being the U.S. I got Oppenheimered. And it's not, I was supposed to, he was supposed to be Japan, right? He's, no, world superpower he was that day. Congratulations to the Possibles. Welcome, welcome to the club of teams who have made it. And that that does say a lot about you know because they're they're to be a franchise eight years deep and they never have made a a a playoff I'm sorry a, a championship has to eat at a lot of guys you know if we're looking at let, let, let's run through right I've got to run through the like the originals um. And at this point, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm looking. It's it's only expansion teams. So way to get that off, way to get that off your back. To not to not to not be one of the original franchises, to never make a Super Bowl. I, I, the, the the Super Bowl that is the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football Championship, right? Because I I know Roger Goodell listens to this, and I'm not trying to get sued, right? It's the Super Bowl of Fantasy Bowls. Right, I'm not talking about the NFL. And then congratulations to the Vols, 
right? I have to sing their praises. What a team you put together this year. Fifth overall in scoring. Actually, I'm looking at this. I didn't realize that the Possibles have outscored you all year. Has just had a significantly softer schedule. Um, I I tried cooking this man and this team the, the, the week one of the playoffs. Looking at the other side and saying, that, wow, the roster that... Like, I, I have questions about your I shouldn't have. I should have been questioning my own roster, right? What a show. What a show the Vols have put on. Going back to Week 10, the, this is probably the hottest run that we've seen from any team to make a championship berth. And they're first. Uh, you know, if there's one, if there was one... I don't want to say stain, but if there if there is one empty case in the accolades for the Vols when you're walking through their Hall of Fame, it was absolutely a berth in the championship. It accomplished nearly everything else in the league. You know, has the fifth highest scoring team in league history, wasn't the highest scoring team that season. Um, has the best regular season record. Or at least held that record. I believe Thome still holds that record. He took that record last year, and the Possibles have two more wins uh, and might have an opportunity to take a third win, uh, the the most important win against them, you know, to improve that gap, um, you know, when we're looking at lifetime wins in the league. But the Vols have had quite a journey. We started this league eight years ago, uh, and the had no idea that we would we would grow to where we are today. Especially after the guy who founded one of the founders of that league won the first year. Like, what a scam, right? What what a scam that looked like to to have the people there. And one of the guys, one of the guys, you know, the 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 runner up, because no one knew him. It was one of one of another defunct franchise owners, like friends from a kitchen or something. So we sent that money with that owner to pass the the runner up, you know, like winnings along, and have no idea if they were delivered. Like this is how this is how Rocky. I can't wait for the thirty for thirty, where we just we just find Zayed, Team Zayed. I have no idea who the guy is, but if you're out there and you listen to this, we will we will square, we will we will make things right between you and the league. But we started this in in such in such rocky waters, uh, and. To, to to see the Vols, you know, especially look at the Vols over the like the the previous few seasons, abysmal. One one of the league dregs, a four win, a five win team, you know, fewer than ten wins over the span of a couple seasons is bad. You know, we've had teams defunct and and removed from the league for 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 more for less. Like I, I have no idea what the hell I'm trying to say right now. 
What I am saying is, I congrats, Dan. I if there's one person that like I can always root for, even though I said like what five minutes ago, I I want nothing more than for you to lose. Because I, and it's not that I want you to lose. It's a win. It's like I don't think the league is ready for your ego as a reigning champion for 365 days. I don't think they understand like the head that you'd have on on yourself and how much you would hold on to this team like years from now. Like 20 years from now where this will be your only championship hypothetically. Right? It's like the 2050s and you're still holding on to like the 23. Like the only champion you're like the but it's like I have a ring, you know? Like yeah, so do the Jets. You know, you would be the Jets of like here's Super Bowl three. You'd be the Jets of the league and just insufferable. Like you would make winning so insufferable. We love you. I think the league, I think the league needs a villain. And I think you fill that role very well. I think you give the league a lot, a lot. You help write the story, right? Like Vince McMahon would love you. Right? Vince McMahon would love you if you were five inches taller. Storybook storybook endings in every single... And like, there's nothing that you couldn't write. But you did it. This year, you put it together. Because you talk a lot of shit. You, you blow a lot of smoke in a lot of teams. And this isn't even the best team that you fielded. I mean, let's be real. You've... you've You've had other teams that have outscored this team that have had uh, a bye week. I mean, mind you, you're you're the first four seed to ever make the championship, right? We don't see a lot of you know a lot of teams come out of the wild card round and and win those two in a row, right? More often than not, it's one of the final four members. You know, one of the final four members with a bye that, that that goes on. But you showed up for the West Side. You know, one of the the look, it's not that we want to call you the weakest the weakest division. Just statistically you're not. Right? You know, when you look at the South Shore, the possibles have their, you know, the the South Shores uh, you know, out of, out of teams currently represented, their second championship berth, right? Since 2018, I don't think we've had another even outside of like the team that Turtle replaced. I don't think, yeah, Scal's never made. Get Cutler and Cap never made. So we have two total championship berths in the South Shore. The West Side has a title with the Cups. Has a championship berth in the Bucks. And this is their third championship berth and could be their second their second title overall. People give you a lot of shit for playing in the West Side, but you know, not only did you have two teams in the playoffs, with half of the West Side or half of the Final Four was represented by the West Side. I think we have to give you more credit for the division that you play in. And I want to commend you for the season that you put that, that you put together. You know, there's nothing I can say, you know, in a year that you you beat me to start the year. 
you have one of your West Side lackeys shellac my team. Really give me my comeuppance. And then you back up the shit by starting basically a zero on your tight end. Just like one of the one of the craziest lineups that I've seen in a wild card and final four matchup. And here you are representing representing the West Side in the in the championship for the third time. The first time for your franchise. Amazing that you can fill that 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 you can fill that trophy case, right? With at least a championship birth banner. It was dusty. It was empty. Again, the one thing that whenever we talk about how great a franchise is or how great an owner is, the one thing we always mention is how many wins, how many division titles, how many playoff wins, how many championship births. How many championships? And those last two, to to not even be part of that conversation, had your team borderline drag. And this this officially separates you. This officially separates you from drag territory. And I didn't think I didn't think you had it in you. You know? And and maybe that's the older brother in me, where I just I I have to always be like I have to always challenge you in my head. Like, no, you can't do this. And I have to tell you, just to prove, so you can prove me wrong. And you did this here. And, you know, I can't, it's, this is going to sound like, this is going to sound disparaging. And part of it is, you know, because, you know, I'm petty and I hate that I'm not, I wasn't better this year, right? But this year was supposed to be the Kobe LeBron championship between us. Look at the two teams. Look at the look at the. It was supposed to be a rematch of week one, and I failed. I I fucked that up. Right. Now we're getting Kobe and Dwight. No offense, possibles. No offense. Your team is. You got your praises. Now we got to come back down to reality a bit. Your team is going through a lot of transition, and you very much needed that buy. If a team ever needed a buy, it was your it was your possibles team, and you got it. You deserved it. You locked it up. You're in the championship because of it. But this is the Dwight Howard magic. You're this is the Dwight Howard magic, who somehow got past LeBron, right? And instead of LeBron Kobe, we have Le- LeBron. Or we have LeBron at home, and we have we have Kobe and, and Dwight Howard. Still a great final, great story, great story for both franchises. But the Vols are hot right now. The Vols are like the Vols are the Vols are hot. And I'll look at the score. I know I know Jameer Gibbs only gave him five. You need a lot of help tomorrow. You need a lot of help as we're going in the championship. This is a Saturday Saturday night recording. Most of you are going to listen to this before game, before kickoff tomorrow. Before your league commissioner has to delete the ESPN Fantasy app and just just put in a bunch of prize pick, prize picks. Not sponsored. Not sponsored by. Will be sponsored. I guarantee you. 
If we ever have one sponsor, it's Prize Picks. One of the best betting experiences I've had in my degeneracy all time. You need a lot of help tomorrow. I'm pulling for you. But if there's one thing I learned about this, John Saunders is only here for the regular season. He's a spectator come playoff time. He's looking to see what you can do. There's only so much he can do. He's He can set the roadmap. He can guide you down, down that path. In your case, you must have done some extraordinary things this year. Because that, 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 that bye week in week 14, that was big. Huge. We turn back to the volunteers. You made it. You're part of the conversation now. Again, we can't call it Mickey Mouse. Even if even if you do close the win and we have a limping possibles team and that's the story you had, you know, and it's it's not I played a team at 100% because you play the team that's on your right that's on your schedule and every team has to deal with the same the same nonsense whether it's suspensions, whether it's injuries, you know, whether it's your defensive coordinator is a pedophile and it changes up when the head coach has to start calling defensive plays. We got a good one tomorrow. And we don't always get good championships. You know, last year we had a 1-2 matchup. I think I think the 2-4 matchup, first of all, first league history, the 2-4, kind of like it. I really want to see something special with the two. The two seed used to be one of the, I want to say the luckiest. But on the favorable end of a lot of championship results. How do we get here? How do we get to championship week? Let's look at week one, week one of the playoffs. The 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 first four, right? AV, part of me, I can't even, I can't even disparage you, because I said I pull for you every every week, and this, I this is what we, this was the David and Goliath that I predicted, and I couldn't see it, I couldn't see it two weeks ago. You took down one of the best teams in league history. You took down what would have been the likely champion. This team's this team is projected to be the highest scoring team this week. Doesn't matter, it's on the sidelines. None of these none of the, when I'm playing for fourth or playing for fifth place. A V had a run. A V put together A V needed to win in that last week. And all Kanoi needed to do was not lose. And he fell short by two points. Call it one point for, for the drama, right? Because it would have been a tie. He falls short by two points. AV then comes in the next week on fire. The James Cook start. Okay, I'm just... James Cook couldn't have had a better game. Rashi fucking Rice. <laughs> God, I hate... It's like... the. It was like, it was like a... 
one one of the four losses this team took this year was was to the Bucks, and it was a one sixty they hung on us, and it was just it was like flashbacks to that week. If I told you that Travis Kelsey had seven points, uh, and Najee Harris had one, you'd be like, oh yeah, the ghosts the ghosts are going to the final four, right? Massive game from James Cook. In in, a, in the Dallas the the, the Dallas Buffalo game, where CD we needed more like CD put up an eighteen. The top half the top half of the Ghost roster totally performed how how we expected and, and what you'd want in that in, in this sort of matchup. The Bucks just outperformed overall, right? I think the matchup really comes down to the Debo the the Debo Kittle. If Debo and Kittle swap points, right? If it was a Kittle game versus a Debo game, right? The Ghosts are are cruising to a championship. You know, I look at the win left on bench, but I but look at the roster. I don't. I look at my roster lineup, and yeah, the bottom half underperformed. I wasn't going to start Jake Ferguson. I'm. I was going to start a Monday nighter. I'm going to start a Monday nighter regardless. That's part of the philosophy. And if this is the first year that I've given up the the auditory advice, the the talking heads, the talking head recommendations for fantasy and just follow what I think I know, right? We tell ourselves each and every day, I know ball. And I proved that to myself this year. I wasn't changing this roster. I wasn't going to make lineup changes that morning. Three running backs got me here. RB1. RB2, and then the flex being a running back. A Chris Godwin start gets me there. I wasn't starting Chris Godwin. The Chris Godwin play was for Baker Mayfield, right? The Bucks have Baker Mayfield on their bench. And I'm telling myself, if Baker Mayfield starts, I'm starting Chris Godwin, right? I've, it's right, you got to have... My best chance at a quarterback wash. And Baker went off. I I probably I, I still lose, you know, if we if we have that swap. All all other scores, you know, standing the same. So if, if we want to break down where the loss, it was in it was in the San Francisco game. Debo outplayed Kittle in a game where I needed Kittle to outplay Debo. You had a great season, Vaughn. Vaughn was down in the dumps. And I'm not even, I'm not, I, like, none of none of any of what I'm saying, this is probably the most neutral podcast that I want to put out there because this guy started off 2-4. and four. Then he went 3-7. and seven. Week 3 to week 10 was win Three losses in a row, win three losses in a row. This man had a two and six a, a two and six stretch in his season and then rattled off five in a row. One of those wins sent me home. Everyone has a chance at any given point in, at any point in the season. It doesn't matter if you're Three and seven. It doesn't matter if you're one and one and whatever. We saw Turtle at Christmas. Turtle's in good spirits. Turtle's in really good. For a man who finished with one win 
and has the league record for worst regular season, for worst franchise, for worst franchise performance in a regular season. His head's held up high. Got a lot of respect for Turtle and his fantasy football footballness. He said he'll be at the draft next year. We'll see you there. AV ran off five straight and then went back to mediocrity in the final four. I said it's a little dig. It's a little dig. I gotta I gotta take at least one shot at you. Great. Just one of the like probably the team I didn't want to play. I go back and it's like, do I it, <laughs> The 108 I put up in week one beats Kanoi. If I would have taken a dive, I don't condone taking any dives. You, you control your own destiny by putting out your best your best lineup possible. But if I took a dive, Kanoi is the sixth seed, I cruise to the final four. I said it was going to be ghost heavy. I had no agenda. I This has been weighing on me a, a ton. And it weighs on me because I, I love this league so fucking much. I love this league so much. There's This is the most, this is probably the most fun I've had in a season. And that's not a joke. I got bounced by a team who put up a 60 twice in the regular season. Think about that. Doesn't matter. He's 1-0 against 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 the Ghosts in, Fran, in wild card or in playoff, in playoff games. Just great, great, great season, A.V. He got it done in a time where no one thought he could. No one thought he could. He 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 loses to the Volunteers in Week 9. And at at 3 and 6, you're like, yeah, you're dead. The next week, he, he drops another divisional game. 3 and 7, yeah, like you're dead in the water. Ends up knocking out the the 6th best scoring team. In league history. It says a lot about what you're able to do, what you're able to put together, you know, team-wise. You know, I'm sitting here riding riding a lot of meat, doing a lot of fucking, doing a lot of, you know, meat holding for a lot of guys here. But you guys deserve it. This was the most fun that I've had in a fantasy football season in a very long time. A lot of drama. And so much so, like we're not even like I'm still talking about the the wild card. I'm still talking about wild, the wild week one of the playoffs. Av put together something real special, and on the other side, Mullins put up a 124. Mullins put up a 124 against the hottest team in the league, 41 from Christian McCaffrey in week one of the playoffs, 22 from the Dolphins defense. A stash by the Vols. So, like, even with even even if even if his uh, whatever defense he starts gets a zero, he still he still cruises. Ten point victory. The Mullets put together. I mean, the the Mullets were struggling late. You know, dropped. Three of their last five games, but put together a, a roster and a showing that was more than serviceable. It was just a tough loss, tough loss to one of the the hottest teams to 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 come out to come out of the West. 
Then we look through the final four and and staying with staying with the volunteers. I didn't think that the I didn't think that the champs I I I didn't think the champs were beatable. I didn't think the champs, especially after I think they rattled off like a one fifty plus in a bye week or something, just like a just like a really like a big flex, but back to back weeks scoring one fifty. Hasn't been done in league history. We haven't seen a wild card round and a final four round. One three hundred total points in two weeks hasn't been done. The juggernaut got juggernauted. The rematch from earlier in the year, where the where the Lions, the champs, were able to put together uh, a win against the Volunteers. That was a win left on bench for the Volunteers. And Dan said this. He said this on the pod when when we had him on last. There was an opportunity. There was an opportunity there, and it showed that the that the champs were beatable. And he exploited that this week. This week being last week. The Lions fell short, right? And I I, I don't want to say the the line. I mean the. He starts. He starts Jonathan Taylor. He starts Jonathan Taylor over David Montgomery, but even then, that's a four-point difference. The biggest loss was probably the two tight end set. The two tight end sets never worked in this league. We've tried to run it with. I know a lot of teams who have tried, I've tried to run the two tight end set myself. You think it's the move, but it's never not. I likely play a running back in that spot, and it wouldn't have done you any good, but. Who knows? He likely doesn't start George Pickens. And even if he does, it doesn't matter. That's how hot the balls are right now. He starts the second highest scoring team this year. And mind you, I only beat I only beat the champs out in scoring by a handful of points. A couple roster moves. If he starts George Pickens in 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 week four in 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 I'm conflating. I'm conflating scores. If he makes one roster move, right? We're talking about again a one-player difference. That, that that that's the point I'm trying to make. He's if he if it if he starts one player and that guy scores eight more points, high-scoring team, and you know he he puts together like the he rivals the the pimps the pimp season a, a twelve and two highest-scoring team on their way to a championship, and he got stonewalled. The ball started Joe Flacco. ESPN has him in his Jets like team photo. Okay. Jameer Gibbs was the was the catalyst in that game. And I think Jameer Gibbs was a big factor in both of the first two weeks. Again, the Vols are in a run that we haven't seen. Ever to say that they're the hottest team right now is such an understatement. Three hundred points over two weeks has only been done a couple times, and I, I truly mean that a couple times. Like that's you know not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating, and really only ever done by by the champs, by the Lions, Dan, 
and the pimps came close in their 1865 total points force, like the highest, like the league, the what was the league record until the the Jags broke it last year. Unbelievable levels of scoring. And he got it done. On the other side, the possibles skate by. And I'm I'm not saying that. I'm not saying skate by because it's a win left on bench. It's a win left on bench for for the Bucks. But but the Bucks aren't you're not gonna start DJ Shark over Debo Samuel. Right? You're not you're not taking that risk. You're definitely starting James Cook in back to back weeks. You're not putting Antonio Gibson over, even if it nets five more points. That's not something that I know for a fact you're not putting together. It's rough to have your defense take away points from you. It's rough to to be on such a high from the previous two weeks of knocking out a real-world rival, right? And then, And then showing up with your slingshot and taking down a giant. Just to stall out. Just to stall out. And on the other side, the possible, like, possible, like, Thome just hanging out. Like, how close, how close was Thome and the possibles to losing this? Throughout their best possible, their best possible team. Trevor Lawrence with one fewer point than Gardner Minshew. Kareem Hunt. You know, if they start Kareem Hunt over over A chain, it's a it's a one oh seven. Not a winning score. I've said this on I've said this all year, and I'll a one twenty is where you need to be to have any sort of fighting chance in league. And ever increasingly and more rapidly are we ratcheting that number up to the one thirties. A 130 wouldn't even a 130 wouldn't have got you a win against the volunteers in the past two weeks. And that's a winning score ninety-eight percent of the time in, in, in the league. Justin Tucker was the second highest scoring player on that team in the final four. You root for them, you root for the possibles, but I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you have better luck. You skated by in the final four, the monkeys halfway off your back. The Bucks ran into you know the Bucks didn't run into a wall. The Bucks just fizzled out. The Bucks just reverted back to the team, back like right back to the mean. That's what their team was all year. This is a team that put up two sixties, right? Half of what you're supposed to be aiming for to secure a win. Regress back to the mean, and this is this is the result. 
I'm jumping over to the championship game. Congratulations to to our final our our, our finalists in our winners bracket. Oof. It's going to be a close one, and I'm glad John put that together. I'm waiting for stuff to load. So much more subdued, you know. the The pacing of this one's a little slower, and it ha- the the pacing has to be methodical because there's so much attention that we need that needs to be paid to the championship. We have a best case scenario for the possibles. I said this over the past, what, six podcasts. The Vols live and die with Jameer Gibbs. And I think Jameer Gibbs has been the catalyst for what we've considered this team to be hot over the past month. Over the past month plus. It's been Jameer Gibbs driving that for them. You know, I'm not worried about the questionables on the volunteer side and DK Metcalf and and Michael Pittman. I think... We're getting a little bold with the Michael Pittman there. You know, a little a little cup syndrome, right? Where, you know, we saw we saw the cups in their their quarterback Rochambeau and, and not being able to to choose or make a uh a con, a concerted decision on who to be your starter or who to actually believe in. And Brandon Cooks has done more this season for the Vols on their bench than they have in viable points. A 17 on the bench on a Saturday game. Okay. But you can hear Gibbs. Wasn't in running back one or two. That's Rashad White. And, of course, you're not going to sit Christian McCaffrey. So we have a 12-point swing in the in the flex. Does it matter? Will it matter? Garrett Wilson with a with a five a five for fifty. You'll take that. You'll take that any day of the week if you're if you're if you're throwing in the possibles. That's a best case scenario. You know when you're fighting it off, and we're going down the line. Big. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bothered that, you know, first of all, Baker Mayfield shouldn't have even been available to the Vols, but. He was dropped last week by the by the by the winning by the winning Bucks. You had to have you got to keep on him. You got to like I get I get what you were doing. You know what I mean. But I think there's a chance for Baker to go off. You know I I definitely think you know we're going line item by line like like player player line by player line. There are more green checks on the volunteer side. The biggest factor is going to be Tyreek Hill. But they're playing. They're they're they just shut down. Yeah, it was Brock Purdy. I get it. You know, Mr. MVP or not. You think they do the same thing to Tua? You think that you think Baltimore's defense? That's the scariest thing he has to fight. Maybe Evan Ingram. You know, maybe Evan Ingram. You know, if we have a bunch of checkdowns. If uh, it's like I don't think Lawrence is going right, Lawrence is out. You know, if we have, uh, you know, and another, it's look at look at the look at the parallels of their bench right now as I scroll down. Elijah Moore with a seventeen on on, you know, in in a week where this roster probably needs 
the 17 more than the Vols, right? But I get not just like not you can't confidently start. And without the touchdown, right? Because Elijah Moore got hurt, right? Didn't come back. So without the touchdown, that's 11 points. Not not a big, you know, boom, what you're looking for on a, on a Thursday night. But when you're looking at, you know, the, the flex positions, you're hoping Demarcus Robinson can, can, can get you something similar. You know, I love the Bears' defense against Atlanta. I really like that play. You know, I think I think the middle of the roster is where the Vols have have their biggest weakness. The Metcalf Pittman and you know Tucker Craft. Come on, we're, we're throwing out zeros. We're throwing out zeros on Championship Week. You're better than this, or or are you? Or are you know, you know what is what is John Sanders going to say about your year? You know, are you going to get that lump of coal? Are you gonna are are, are you gonna sit here and 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 face? What John has presented to you, because you're throwing out zeros and yes, I you know I get throw out Hunter Henry. What are you doing? Hunter Henry might be the difference. I'm not in there. the The passion can't come for me. I'm not in. I'm not in the final. I can't make. I can't make final determinations. It's going to be a good one. We have a sixty forty split right now. That's what ESPN says. I think ESPN is 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 poppycock there's nothing you know espn gave espn gave gave me a one percent chance to win week one or excuse me week 14 and i ended up knocking canoy out which was which was detrimental to my own future espn has no idea what they're talking about they're drunk interns sitting here pressing buttons hoping for the best Congrats to our finalists. I'm gonna sit here. I'm like, I'm not. I I gave you an hour. I'm not giving you three. I I thought about it. Good luck. From from draft day, from calling from calling both of these rosters middling. Right. One of the rosters was voted worst. In in Dan's and the Volunteers, and both of them are in the championship. You know, and I, I reiterate this because it doesn't matter where you are in the season. You, if you don't have the belief that you can you can you can overcome whatever obstacles that are facing your your team in that moment, just like some of these other teams have, just to give themselves a shot to be in the conversation, then you don't need to be in this league. This league has no place for you. The champion, this, this this championship shows years of resilience. Both of these guys, sixteen plus years combined, sixteen years combined, a fantasy football engagement. Eight, eight different teams, sixteen iterations between the two of them, and this is the first time both of them crossed the threshold. It's a tough. It's tough. Good luck to you both. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this. I don't think we have any Monday nighters. I'm going through the list right now just to make sure. 
we saw what happens. We saw what happens when you have a championship game wrap up on uh, uh, in January. Doesn't bowl well. Doesn't bowl well for one of the teams. We have no Monday. We have no Monday night games. At best, if it comes down to it, the Vols have a Sunday night starter in Tyler Craft. Excuse me, Tucker Craft. <laughs> just me- just messing up, just messing up this random guy's name on a podcast for tall people's insane. But otherwise, with it, tomorrow to at this time tomorrow, tw- twenty four hours from now, we'll have a new champion. Going into the new year, we'll have some celebration. Crowning a new a new champion of the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football League. And we do it every year because that's the most coveted award that anyone and that any that any of us could ever attain. And I know that the 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 ten of us who aren't aren't doing anything of merit this weekend wish we were in that spot. We'll go over league payouts. I'll I'll write up the league payout structure. Who who owes who what for league league dues? Where to send them? Champion or 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 runner up in your transaction pot. I'll get you the transaction totals there. It's been such a great season. I can't I can't tell you guys how much I've had just the time of my life this year. This is episode seven. I we're definitely gonna give you an episode eight. Regardless of whether or not my brother wins the championship, for sure I'm gonna get him on. Thelm, I want you to win. If if Thelm wins you tell me where to meet you. I'll get. I have the mic. We're gonna break this down. I just want. I. The 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 level of engagement's been beyond anything I could ask for. For for putting out again seven hours of talking, seven hours of talking about the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football League. And I do it for you guys. I do it because I know you listen. I know you're sitting there. I know. IBM's going on jogs, listening to this madman. You know, I know the volunteers, you know, picking up Jerry, picking up Jerry from her flight back from Gaza. I know you had, I knew you had this playing. Kanoe said his old lady was fucking listening to it. That's amazing. Could you imagine? They're going to have kids one day and be like, wow, like we've been together so long. I'm there for your second championship. It'll never happen. You'll never win another title in this league. I do it for you guys, and I wouldn't change a single member in this league. We might have a shakeup, but I think Turtles. I think I think Turtles committed. Thank you all for your participation. Thank you all for making this league great. I cannot wait to see tomorrow's games, <laughs> just how they play out and how it influences. The, the league championship in an insane move Thome's Thome's roster wraps up with the 3 o'clock games just insanity for a championship game it's just wild hold on does he have is there is there is there a, no he has nobody he has no one who can go later than that 
unfortunate. Sunday night wraps it up for for the Vols. Who might have the title in hand before then? I don't know. We'll see what John Zonish has in store. But like I said, I'm pretty sure he's just sitting back as a as a silent observer. I just crossed the hour mark. It's midnight. It's the last day of the year. Thank you guys for tuning in to the John Zonish Memorial Fantasy Football Podcast Championship Week.